Hey guys, you know what time it is. It's ad time. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. One, it's free. Two, there's creational tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money with your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Please download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It's the best way to make a podcast. Don't pass it up. Welcome back, everybody. This is your host, Big John, brought to you by FinFlam.com. And this is Cross the Divide with co-host Rashid Bey. Today we'll give our takes on the George Floyd tragedy along with the Black Lives Matter movement, what impact it's having on our society, and what we can do to prevent situations like these from happening. Now, Rashid, I think this is the best time to do a show like this and talk about the current situation taking place in our country, somewhat post-protests and riots for the moment because we know it's not over. Um, there have already been incidents in Atlanta and other places where police officers have just gone overboard. Um, we're also going to take a look and break down what sort of solutions can be taken to ensure the safety of the American, of American citizens, specifically black and brown people, regarding police oversight, legislation, if defunding the police is an adequate way of covering police brutality, and much more. Now, Rashid, um, how did this affect you? What impact did Floyd's death have on you? We'll just start from there. That's tough because in a very real sense, it had a very little impact on me. Okay. Right. Um, George Floyd wasn't the first. Right. And even since the protests, he wasn't the last. No. Right. Um, So, George Floyd, in my opinion, his death... What it meant for me was, it was another rallying call. Every death, every every event of police overreach, every summary execution, every abuse, uh, every authoritarian um, uh, um, exhibit from the police is another rallying call. And when it gets dire enough, for someone to choke someone for eight minutes and 46 seconds while their partners, their accessories were warding off a crowd. And the crowd, of course, was staying back because right. of fear of backla- of legal backlash, of the of violence being perpetrated against them. No one else can do that. Right. right? No one else has that authority. No one else has that, that power except the police. Right. And so people watched on the side of the streets as police officers killed a man for nine minutes straight. And as he cried out for his mother, as he implored for them to stop, as he as he warned, as he cautioned that, they, that he couldn't breathe. Right. And this is I can't breathe was is a, um, is a recurring uh, was a recurring last words for people under the police's yoke right it was it was that for george floyd it was that for eric gardner and there are so many more so uh mike george floyd i think um george floyd george floyd's death personally doesn't have a huge impact on me except what it represents it's it's not it's an alarming uh it's an alarming cautionary tale of what could happen to me right uh, um, because I know some people think that this is because I mean they, they kind of try to excuse uh, that summary execution because he was ale- he had allegedly done a crime, but that's what courts are for one. Right, right. Uh, two, it doesn't matter the crime 
uh, courts are supposed to be there for that specific reason. Correct. That is to dole out justice. And uh, uh, three, it, uh, even the courts would say, even if he was guilty, the punishment wouldn't be death. No, exactly. Right? Uh, you don't kill somebody for forging a $20 check or whatever, right? Uh, uh, and beyond that, Breonna Taylor, you had Botham Jean. These people were just black people just chilling in their own apartment. They weren't committing a crime. They were sleeping. They were eating ice cream. Right. They were doing benign things that you think should be afforded to any American citizen. And so uh, the crime, the crime argument is a terribly flimsy one coming from people who are just authoritarian apologists. Right. So uh, um, yes, yeah, so what have happened to me personally? Very, very little, but. I think it represents such a, an alarming abuse happening everywhere because I think what most people don't realize is that when police do an overreach that is so so drastic that it end up that it ends up killing someone for me that's representative of change we should have done yesterday yeah because killing someone is the ultimate abuse but there's so many other abuses uh, that police do that don't result in, in murder, but I think they are still vile. There still requires correction, right. you know what I mean? What do you say to those people who are still and actually defending the police's actions? Um, those people, in my opinion, are very anti-liberty, no, very anti Would you say that those reactions have a bigger impact than the George Floyd's death on you? The, 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 the reactions? The reactions from people, from like people police who apologists? Defend, who, yeah, who are defending the police because it would seem like that would bring up more emotions because of their deniability. George Floyd's death had, a, had an impact on me because it was another it was another demonstration on how police can go unchecked, yeah. right? And then, so it, it's a, that death meant a lot to me because, I, like, not personally, but in a very, very, uh, um, I, I like, uh, in a very real sense, like, I don't know George Floyd personally, but in a very real sense, that that shows that the police have gotten again so they're so egregious in their acts. Yeah. And so these apologists that are coming out, they affect me because they're the ones impeding the change that needs to happen. Yeah, I agree. Right? Uh, they're the ones who are coming out of the woodworks to to forward very very weak, very diaphanous arguments that have. Then when you think about them for just a few seconds, you'll go, ah, oh, that's that's a really, really, really hollow uh, critique or reasoning, justification for killing George Floyd yeah. or Philando Castile or Botham Jean or Breonna Taylor or there's an absurd amount, John Crawford, there's, there's an absurd amount. And so that it's just such a flimsy argument for all these unjust deaths that are happening on behalf of the police uh, and all these unjust abuses that don't result in deaths on behalf of the police, right? And so those people, I think, they cause a lot of problems. They, because, weren't, they weren't more tragedy. Yeah. Like, they, they, they yeah. incited. They're they, enabling... They, they, they enabling, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're enabling a serious systemic issue that needs to be addressed, that needs to be reformed, that needs to be revolutionized. And, 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 and only because... They are they are so deluded in their own narrative, right? Uh, that they won't they won't take a moment to go. This also threatens my liberties. Yes. Right. Yeah. This also threatens my freedoms. Right. That's what I mean by when I say these people are, in my opinion, very anti-freedom, very anti-liberty. These are 
like uh, uh, I'm not a libertarian, but these people are very anti-libertarian. Okay, I'm a libertarian. I'm, yeah. yeah. And so, and and, and uh, I mean, I've given libertarians hell. I really have. But um, this is where what this I think really, when it comes to the conservatives, this really divides the libertarians and republicans. Yes. Because this shows you who who are which which side is the one who are, who's actually who's a lot more pro-liberty at least at least at face value right 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 because you've got people who are saying they're patriotic they're saying they're pro, they're pro-liberty they're saying they're pro-freedom yet they are flying blue lives matter flags they're yet they're saying that uh, um police don't need to change there's just no issue they're like they're, they're just like the bossing say people they're just like right. there is no police brutality right, right, here, right. right? Uh, um and uh, uh, those people are really allowing a, a, a rampant issue to, to go along with. When you've got like qualified immunity, you, you've got things like um, the police unions, they're making it just wholly impossible to terminate. So yeah, yeah, it is. And then you got the Silent Brotherhood, you got the, the Blue Fraternity that yep. makes it where even when there's an abuse, you have this sense of allegiance to your partner and to the people who are also on the force with you. Uh, 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 to, to, uh, uh, um, which is, which is funny you say that because it's like the same people who are, you know, enabling these cops and, and, and applauding what they, what he did, you know, um, the, the police officers also come from the same perspective of you may stick up for me, but when it comes down to it, it's going to be me and my brother. And not you. Yeah, exactly. You know, and they can't see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. And no, that, that's how oblivious they are to reality. Yeah. Uh, that, that's how I think that's how um, that's how most authoritarians yeah. kind of kind of kind of are. They 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 push for they they push for things that are very much currently mm-hmm. uh, uh, abusing authority, um, and then they become surprised when later when later it includes them. So. Now, see, if I were to say it, this had an impact on me, I think I would say that it had an impact on me because I live in a minority-dominated area, yeah. you know, and I've lived there my whole life. To see just the frustration, the, the anger that it brings up and just people in the community um, pisses me off. Yeah. Because it's, 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 it's frustration, it's anger, but it's more hurt than anything. Like we're never gonna get through this. Yeah, it's gonna keep happening and forever. You know, and that's the thing that's like, it's gotta get fixed. It, it's like, I asked a person at one of the, I actually I went to, the protest, um, in Kansas City at the Plaza, and I I just don't understand people. It's like, the solution that people present is not a solution. Yeah, what do you mean? It's Let's turn a blind eye, but give them something. Yeah. Throughout, throughout history. Absolutely. When you look at the riots that followed Martin Luther King Jr.'s death, when you look at the riot, like Watts riots, when you look at like uh, the riots in like 1919, and all these all these riots um, based in racial division, based in um, uh, um, um, authoritarian abuses against uh, against private citizens, especially when they are. Uh, uh, divided through like racial lines, right? Uh, obviously, class class lines, but racial lines also. When you've got when there's a, just a disproportionate amount of 
black and brown people being uh, uh, harmed by these things. You see this and you you hear the commentary from all these riots and protests and it just sounds eerily current, mm-hmm. right? Like this is, could happen half a century ago, a century ago, and you'll go, damn, this, 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 this criticism coming at the that, that's being launched at these protests or it's it's an echo of what we're of what these people are of these all lives matter people are saying now right it's being a t- intentionally obtuse right it's obviously twisting uh, uh um uh, chants and slogans that have a specific meaning to right. mean something else right as if right like like when colin kaepernick kneeled Suddenly, it was about him attacking the military, right. and it was never about him right, attacking right, the right. military. But it was like that straw man was employed, was deployed in order to convolute and, and yes. yeah, and, and in order to to pollute the conversation, yep. in order to drag down the, the discussion. And you change the narrative. Yeah, and you, you had conservatives. I, w- I may I can't say libertarians because I will say libertarians are, are when it comes to conservatives, they tend there. I mean, there's a there are a lot of Republicans who call themselves libertarians. Uh, which, uh, but there, but there was just a lot of conservatives who were absolutely deaf to uh, um, that kind of that 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 kind of peaceful protest. Well, see, and I'm not a fan of Colin Kaepernick. Never have been. Even when he, and this is mainly football, right? I'm an Alex Smith fan. You know, I thought Alex Smith was way better quarterback. You know, but that's another pod- <laughs> podcast for another time. But um, I never had a problem with him kneeling. That's yeah. his constitutional right to do that. He has every right to do that. And anybody who gets mad about it, they're probably the same people burning flags when they were younger. But they want to be hypocrites and say, well, you can't do this because it insults the flag I was burning. You know, yeah. not for all people, but, you know, it's the same people who do that. At the very least, they have a serious authoritarian lean yeah. where, you, where you have to... We have to revere a piece of fabric as if it's worth literally what the lives that that Colin Kaepernick is or he's kneeling for. Right, right, right. Like, like it, somehow this flag means more than American citizens. Right. And I think when you get to that level, you've reached a. a I think you've you've surpassed a, a threshold of authoritarianism yeah, it, that it, makes it difficult to converse see, with. To the to the word you said, it's perfect. It's convolute. People misinterpret what the flag means in their own head. It's supposed to mean for everybody. The flag represents the people. It's not above the people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So then people, they misconstrue that where that's what it's supposed to, it stands for each individual. Yeah, I don't think the symbol should ever surpass what it represents. Absolutely not. Yeah. And, that, and that's what they have a hard time processing, which doesn't make any sense. It's that simple. But some people can't understand ordinary. Yeah. I, I, but I think part of it, and this is where it gets into hot take territory for me, uh, I think part of it is because you have people who revere a, a piece of fabric so much, a sky cloth so much, that that when America, that, that uh, 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 remember this fabric represents the American citizen. Yes. And so when American citizens are kneeling, and as a symbolic protest, it is saying that this that America is not representing all of its citizens right now. Yeah. It's not respecting all of its yeah. citizens. Right now. And so when people revere that flag more than their own citizens, I think in my mind, they don't view those people who are silently protesting, respectfully protesting. They don't view those people as American citizens, right? Because this police brutality issue is an American problem. It's an American systemic issue, right? This not, but 
but it's not being marketed as that. Uh, is it universal? Pretty, yeah, it's, it, it's, yeah, it's pretty universal, but that rallying call is to highlight abuses been happening in the United States specifically, mm -hmm. right? Uh, um, where it's so rampant, where you've got militarized police, where we've got unions who are bending laws and making it where homicidal officers can get rehired elsewhere. Like the police officer who killed Tamir Rice. Right. He's working at another police department right now. Right now. Those things are, are peculiar to the United States, but it's not necessarily uh, uh, exclusive to the United States, right? But uh, um, so, but this is a, a, an American problem. When we say Black Lives Matter, it's not saying that only Black Lives Matter, of course. It's not saying this is only a Black problem, but this is saying that that all lives cannot matter until at least Black Lives yeah. Matter too. Because right? the flag represents, like you said, everybody represents every individual. Exactly. Small, different, indifferent. That's what it represents. Exactly. So if, if people weren't racist, then they would see this as a rallying call for them too. For them going, this is an abuse happening to all my fellow Americans and I need to take part. Well, so going to that point, I remember what I was going to say before I got um, cloudy in my head. Um, I was speaking to a lady and I, was, and I asked her, I said, a group of women, and I said, where do you think racism starts? I said, do you think it automatically starts in the house or outside? They're like, not really either one specifically. And I was like, well, do you believe that you are who you hang around with? They're like, absolutely. Because just because your family aren't prejudiced, aren't racist, doesn't mean you won't be in the future. Because if you like this group of guys and they're just influencing you all this type of way, you are who you hang around with. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that's more of a, that's why people are the way they are. You know, it can, your family can be like that, you can be like that too, or you can be indifferent, you know, different from them. But I think it is basically who you hang around with and how, that's what, you know, builds those things in your mind to think like that. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get you. I, I, and I, I would I would say that, that that would account for prejudices. But I think racism, in my opinion, this is, or th this is my perspective, uh, which I'm totally um, um, open for um, contention, debate, kind of dissent. Um, but I think that, that definitely resolves or that definitely addresses prejudices but i think racism is a lot more systemic right so you've got racism racism i think if you got rid of if if you got rid of all ethnic prejudices today there would still be there would still be an issue with so much systemic problems that disproportionately hit black and brown people that that because of of legacy issues that were previously targeting mm -hmm. black and brown people that we would still be unintentionally carrying on the legacy of racism even if we eliminated racial ethnic prejudice right right and so i think there is a big problem when it comes to personal prejudices that, that and a lot of it is affected by the the, the kind of flock that you keep uh, but also there's like even if people like if I go to Wisconsin, for example, people can never have met a black person before in their life. But their first time meeting me, they may feel uncomfortable because their only experience of me is through media representation. Yeah, right? yeah. Their only experience of people like who look like me is through media representation in the news or and that narrative. Like, for example, whenever I was protesting, the primary the, the like the police were in riot gear. Right, I was buffeted by a police shield, right? Like, like a by a, by a riot shield by a, a cop named Via Senor. Oh, no, it's a Via Fane. 
and uh, took a picture of him and everything. Because I was like, dude, what's going on? He, this guy he pushed me with his, his shield and baton. And people saw that and was like, whoa, what the? F- what is your problem? This guy is just a photographer. He's trying to just, he's the one trying to keep everything peaceful. And you're attacking him. So he ended up starting something with several other people who were trying to defend me. Right? So it's like, like, but if you look at the news, for example, remember these people were in riot gear. So when you look at the news, you get you get like this, this this armchair observer, yeah, who's not there, who is shooting this from their helicopter, from their drones, from their balconies. They're not there to, of, 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 of to see really what's what's going on. And so when people tune in, hundreds of miles away, they get this narrative of what these protests are like without ever actually showing up. Right, and that for me is dangerous. I agree. Because especially when I show up, and someone goes, that person must be a rioter or a looter. And, and that or, feels a stereotype. Yeah, it does. That feels a stereotype that's not um, fair. Yeah, and I but I will and I will say not all news agencies do that because some news agencies could not could not sell that. That, that narrative because they themselves were attacked they themselves were shot exactly. they themselves were punched in the face or punched in the camera or right? or, or, yeah or, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, so then they'll go wow these police are kind of out of hand like, <laughs> like no but see that's good though because that makes them experience what people of color go through on a daily basis precisely it happened to me precisely now I can relate yeah but if it takes that for you to relate you're, you're more fucked up in the head than you think you are yeah I agree you know what I'm saying absolutely because you have a bigger problem inside here that it took, it's like somebody saying, well, I didn't realize how much they meant to me until they passed. Yeah. Right? That's what it, that's what basically what it means. You have regrets, but you came to reality afterwards. It makes no, makes no sense at all. It should not require a strenuous uh, act of self-endangerment yeah. for you to finally access or gain the tools of empathy mm-hmm. or compassion. Yeah. Right? Like, like, and and, um, I I think so and just to play just to uh, but yeah anyways yeah because I I think it didn't seem like it in those protests but people were very sympathetic to police they really were Um, if that police officer was not was not actively selling himself as a threat if he was not actively trying to intimidate if he was trying to connect to the public he would find himself, he would find it to be very easy, right? I spoke to several officers and had a long, enduring conversation with them. Some of them were standoffish. Some of them were absolutely rude. Some of them were combative, right? But at the end of the day, uh, uh, the, pe- the few police officers who tried to, have a, uh, tried to have a discussion found it very easy to have a discussion. Right, right. Uh, uh, just period. And the few who didn't, we understood that they that they decided to choose them choose cops over community. Do you? I've I've heard this up from my whole life, and I heard that I hear this now. Do you deal better with white cops or cops of color? Neither. Uh, um, uh, literally no preference for me. Well, um, I reason I ask it because I always hear, you know, people of color always saying that they have a harder time with people of color. Officers. I, I would prefer not to deal with any, yeah. mostly because there is, uh, I, I, in my opinion, like, like the, there's a police officer at the KCPD protest, 
and he had his name badge partially covered with gear. I don't think he was he I don't think he was intentionally trying to conceal it, but his name badge was in a weirdly weird or peculiar spot where it made it easy for his gear to to, to cover. But um, he was the most unnecessarily aggressive out of all of them, right? Uh, uh, um, that was the guy who I found. He put that's the, the the guy who buffeted me with the riot shield and the um, baton. Actually, he was a person of color too. He wasn't black, but he was Hispanic. Um, but the person the, the the day prior, cop just put his hands on my chest and literally just pushed me back. Right? That guy, he was a black officer. Right? Uh, uh, he was the guy who had made this video that made made national news. It was a yeah. guy who got pulled. Yeah, the guy who was just like, "Y'all need to turn in y'all badge if y'all being scary ass cops. If y'all if y'all if y'all can't resolve essentially that's resolve a crime without yeah. killing somebody." Yeah. And the cops moved in and then sprayed the crowd to extract that one person. Yep. That guy, the guy who was spraying, was a, one of the guys who was spraying was a person of color. I've got. I mean, I was a photographer at that event. I was able to capture that guy being aggressive. Right? Uh, do you think KCPD is gonna? Get, fire that guy no. or you know, you know of course know. not right but but that guy is a known threat and he's a, he's actively eroding community trust right right because anytime that guy was around because he was so aggressive because he was so uh, uh, uh overreactive he inflamed the crowds because he required because he caused more injury than necessary yeah right and so yeah no i would rather i would rather deal with no cop but if I had a choice, I'd rather deal with a, a compassionate, sympathetic cop, no matter what ethnicity they, they, they may be. But I will say there was another person of color who was speaking uh, like days later when it was very peaceful protest. He was a person of color speaking. And he was he was compassionate and listening and trying to just have that conversation with us. He was doing the emotional labor necessary to connect with the community. So I can't say all, obviously not all people of color who are cops, but there is a huge bad rap with people of color who are cops. Yes. Because they tend to be the the worst ones when it comes to like... They, they tend to be the aggressors. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they really do. What did you think about the amount of people around the country and even around the world who went out and protested frankly i was taken aback it's shocking yeah like seriously it surprised me now i want to say that's probably the, one of the, the best thing that's come out of this uh coronavirus pandemic people were able to go now were they able to did they go because they want to do the right thing and protest for the right reason or did they go down there for clout is another question they, they go down there just for notoriety just some type of imagery that they want to portray you know what I'm saying? Those questions have to be asked because there's people like that who went down there. Absolutely, and I, I, I get, I get, I've given, I've given some thought on that, and I really think, because I mean, there was a, a few people who were like that, and I, I, I mean, there was a time where, where it was at night. It was, I think it was Saturday, Saturday or Sunday. I think it was Sunday actually, um, and the protests in KC had got kind of gotten a rep of getting violent when it really was police were just overreacting yes um and it was causing a lot of injuries and i love a lot of angry anger and retaliation from the crowd which were making it violent right because sorry if you're in riot gear and you feel just so hurt that someone threw a half empty water bottle at you uh, which they would be throwing 
right? Uh, yeah, and they said that, that I didn't see a picture of a frozen water bottle, but the police all claimed that they were frozen water bottles. Which would be pretty amazing, in my opinion, in because it's hot as yes. hell, yes. and we were there all day. Yes. Uh, uh, how they were still frozen is, is beyond me. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, um, um, but at the end of the day, you're in riot, protective riot gear. It's, right? it, it, you showed up to the, you showed up to this bout to, to, to fight. It, it really does feel like that. And, and, and in relation to foreign policy, it reminds me of that. Uh, the right gear goes, coincides with um, sanctions. The more you put sanctions on somebody, on a country, the more they become more aggressive. Yes, exactly. And that's not fair. That That's wrong diplomacy. You can't do that. Yeah. And if you actually think about it, sanctions antagonize shit it's like an that. act of and, war and exactly and the riot gear automatically says we're here to do whatever and we're gonna win this no matter what yeah when you show up with full face gas yeah. masks and then you're liberally pepper spraying and shooting and uh, and tear gassing a crowd take, take, yeah. take the people take the, the person who's doing wrong out the crowd somebody yelling at you and saying fuck you to, to your face that's not against the law it's not you have a constitutional right stop, to say it it would go a long way if cops would stop treating treating themselves special and above the law when it comes to the First Amendment. In a previous job I had um, working for the police department, the person who was in charge said that most of the cops do not have constitutional training. Yeah, absolutely. And they don't. And that's, that, that's, an, that. that's, that's not fair to the, to the citizens they're supposed to supposedly protect. Yeah. Because how can you protect our rights when you take them away? Yeah, and you don't even know them. And you don't even know them, exactly. How, how can you preserve something you don't even exactly. know? Exactly. It, that's counterproductive. Yeah. You gain nothing by it. You, what you what you hate the most, you become. Yeah. In a sense. Absolutely. That's only if you hate it the most. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I, that's I really true. Don't, I really don't. That's true. I, I would question if, the, if, if police officers hate it the most, because I think if you hate something the most, I, in my opinion... Loathing something or hating something, abhorring something would have you intentionally avoid it. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, um, so I think you. Some. I think someone may hate the 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 sale of something. Sure. Right? Like, like man, I don't like the way being anti-liberty really sounds. Right. Because I've always associated myself with freedom. But here I am being authoritarian. Here I am being proto-fascist. Here I am being crypto-fascist. Right. And I don't like when people call it that because, I mean, come on. I like beer, boobs, and guns. So obviously I must be pretty pro-freedom. And I think they I think they mistake a, an identity, like an identity that they were sold to them, an identity that were marketed to them, uh, uh, as, as a valid or sufficient substitute of what those values are intended to represent. Right. Right. Like, so you've got like people who wave the Confederate flag and they think themselves a freedom loving rebel. And you go, how <laughs> the cognitive dissonance exactly. like, yeah. that, that should be present if you are intelligent enough, that should be present for you to associate Confederates with freedom loving rebels when they their whole their whole plight was to take away freedom of others. Yeah. Right. Like it was all bent on slavery keeping slavery and you call you think that they're about freedom loving rebels right uh, you, you're not like you're not like celebrating Nat Turner or like John Brown who, who killed slave owners from in my opinion it's just they're really sold a an identity 
their marketed in identity and they go i like that he's got like a real nice tasty like logo and it's got like a good like a real a cool little community a really edgy community but it has no, those symbols have nothing to do with those values they intend to represent before we go into the to, to the segment about doing um legislation you know the solutions yeah. to fix it what do you think about the confederate flag uh nascar banning it you know stuff like because that goes to exactly what you're talking about about time i said this before and i know this is probably raise uh some issues with maybe some of your audience but uh uh if i was uh if i was if i was rioting it would be the first things i would have tore down it's straight up um not only did not only did lee not want um um statues of himself because he understood what it meant to lose the civil war he understood himself to be a traitor to this country yeah he understood like yeah take away my right to vote take away he understood that but a lot of these statues were 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 put up to intimidate uh uh, a lot of these statues were commissioned to celebrate and glorify and glorify right you don't people don't make statues of other persons (laughs) to not celebrate them right and I mean, you hear some of these speeches when it comes to uh, uh, inaugurating these statues. Yeah, because like, people, because some, some, a lot of the arguments are, are stuff like, uh, well, you're taking away history. Nobody learns history from statues. Yeah. Zero people. Zero people have went, yeah, I got my PhD. It all had, it, it, it all, I, I got it because I was just driving around town, just reading the epithets on, on the bottoms of statues. No, no one does that. Those things are obviously there to celebrate a specific person and idea. And you listen to some of these inaugurations for these statues, and you'll go, this person just mentioned loyalty. Yeah. Right? Like, how are you associating loyalty to the Confeder- to, to the Confederacy? Right? Uh, uh, how is five years long enough for you to say history and heritage? Right? Uh, um, I then there should be and like there should be an insane amount of support for FDR yeah. right uh, uh um so i i think i for me in my opinion those confederate like nascar banning it military banning it long overdue especially for the military i don't i have no clue why the military would allow open support for uh, an anti-American uh, uh, insurrection, and this has happened for how many years? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that, but that tells you the that that relationship that those good old boys who were flying those flags had with the the people, the people in authority. Yeah, right. I, I would love to see an ISIS flag make it into the military. How long would it take for those kind of anti-American agendas to be shut down? Of course, they're going to get shut yeah. down. But because the Confederate, I think the Confederate flag has so many. Has has such a good old boy uh, base that feel, that that I think connects with a lot of the the leadership that nobody that nobody wanted to touch it beforehand. But this is long overdue by far. The, more Americans died in the Civil War than World War One, World War Two, and Vietnam War combined. Yes, right. And so when you look at that, you go, how could you ever support that? Especially when you know that Civil War was all based and pre- uh, predicated on the fact that one side wanted slavery yeah uh uh so uh yeah i long overdue you long s- overdue you said that though they want to protect the history but they don't even know it yeah they don't even know it yeah. they don't even know it they, they want to be freedom loving rebels but they don't celebrate john brown and nat turner they celebrate people who want to take away freedom 
these people have so much cognitive distance and these are the kind of people that I argue with when it comes to all lives matter when it comes to all these other these people are so proto-fascist that they don't recognize it. these people are so authoritarian that they don't recognize it it's, you know when you say that like you see you hear the same thing with blue lives matter yeah blue blue is not yeah. is not and it's not an ethnicity yeah yeah, yeah I, oh, I, my, my kid isn't born and I go oh my son he was born a cop he's got like <laughs> A badge, a gun, and a thick-ass mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. so, you don't, know, you don't, you don't have. There, there's no replacement for that, right? Like, you can quit being a cop. That's a reason. That's just to kind of segue into it. That's the reason why I am pretty pro defund the police. That's the reason why I do say defund the police, because for blue lives to really start mattering, if you really want blue lives to matter, you need to defund the police. Mm-hmm. Right, you need to make it where they are. They are specifically called for special events that are that are, that it, that reflects their specific tailored interest. And you have to understand that the more that you, the more money you give the police, it's just like the economy. You're going to inflate it until it bursts, and that's what it's been doing. Yeah, the, the budget. budget for for the NYPD was 5.4 billion dollars, right? For Los Angeles, 6.3. Yeah, Kansas City is. Two hundred and I think seventy dollars, two hundred seventy million dollars. Million, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's I'm, insane. I mean, you're inflating the bubble of the blue wall. You're building yeah. that wall higher and higher until eventually it's going to come down. Yeah, and you're empowering the police unions even more. You're making it difficult to fight back on these laws yes. and legislation. You are, you are literally supporting a police state, and you're making it more and more difficult to tear down. You're support. You're supporting terrorists. They're terrorizing they, this they country. Li- they, yeah, they, 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 they are. Li- I, I have. I have no fucks about that. The police can become terrorists. They are terrorists. So those people who do those actions, they do that shit, and they think they can get away with it, and a lot of them do. But that's because the system is fucked up because of people like them and who, who run it. Yeah, and if you don't believe that they know that they can get away with it, I call again. I remind you again about a police officer choking a man who is crying out for his mother, who is, who is cautioning them. That he cannot breathe. He is the umpteenth black person to say this, right? To say I can't breathe, like Eric Gardner. He's the he's umpteenth person to say this. That I can't breathe. And that guy still sat there choking that man for eight minutes and 46 seconds. While the crowd watched, literally the crowd watched an unauthorized public execution. Right. For eight minutes and 46 seconds. While other police officers kept the crowd at bay. Like, like they were having a concert and no one else could do that i i, I probably like let's you and i go out there we get two of our friends we go out there and we publicly execute a man for eight minutes and 46 seconds while drawing a crowd while other people are just saying hold on hold on hold on, hold on. just regular regular close hold on hold on it's fine it's fine it's fine the only way for that to happen is for two for two ways you're an either a, a psychopath like you're seriously mentally ill you're seriously mentally ill or you believe your your safety with the law exists above it. See, and I think it has everything to do with the job, the title, and the gun is apart from it. Yeah. Now people are scared of the gun, but they're more afraid of what they can, what those people and that job can get away with. Yeah. The the gun just happens to be with them. Does yeah. that make sense? I, I will agree with that, <laughs> but They will be cops would be a lot less threatening without guns. Oh, for sure. Because people like Rashad running away after because he got killed while running away, right? And someone will go like, "Well, he got in a tussle with the police officer." And so this guy used a non-lethal weapon. Court, cops argue in court all day that it's a non-lethal weapon. Missed, 
and then ran and got killed right so it's all because of the the authority afforded to them. No, i think there's good cops out there but those good cops are either silent yes. or quit bingo great, Just, great. i agree yeah, like like good cops or I mean, i'm not saying there aren't cops that do good works right i'm not saying that no cop is a good person some of these cops are good people right that has nothing to do with the requirements of your position having to enforce evil laws having to enforce anti-poverty laws having to uh, induct uh, wrongfully uh, having to arrest someone for petty actions trivial actions in order to induct them into a very very broken legal system in which they'll probably plead out in order to avoid all the the high costs of jail time and bail etc etc in order to get inducted into the prison system that's an evil thing to do period sorry so like like so even if you are a good person the very function of your job requires you to do evil things yeah and so uh, uh so that and that's literally the basis that's that's literally the basis of why people go there may be good people in the police force but the police force wholly needs to change for those good people to shine and see that's how the media portrays people who are protesting by the small amounts who are acting stupid yet it sets that whole blank slate on them uh, no they're all this way right yeah and that's what it does on the flip side for the cops yeah you have yeah two good cop you have maybe 50 good cops and you got 20 bad ones well those 20 bad ones are gonna brush that whole picture different for us yeah, yeah for I, us on the other side yeah but and so but my, my response to that would be you have the rioters uh you have the looters they're going to prison they're already going to prison they are, they've already identified people who lit police stations on fire. They've, they've identified who lit media vans on fire. They've already found, the, they've already put these people's faces out. Remember, these police officers are flying drones and looking at CCTV. and They've got so much technology at their, their disposal. And they have the authority to arrest uh, uh, and imprison people who do these things. Mm-hmm. These rioters and looters. So it's not the same. Because... Tamir Rice got killed. That police officer is still working. Uh, you have police officers who can kill people and still walk away scot-free. Who can assault people and still walk away scot-free because they've got qualified immunity. They've got the protection of the police unions. They've got all these other. Uh, uh, they've got uh, the biases and prejudices of the jury. They've got all these things working for them that allow them to evade justice. Rioters and looters and pro- protesters aren't evading justice no. at all. So one, a few bad apples. Uh, uh, re- and remember, all protesters are not all bound by the same policy and tenets. No. Right? Uh, uh, we didn't all show up for the same reason. We're not all here to do the same things. Right? That's literally the reason why you have rioters, looters, and protesters, and they're not all called the same thing. No. You have good cops and bad cops, but all of them are cops still. Yeah. Right? And so they're all bound by the same oaths. They're all bound by the same policy. They're all bound by the same tenets. And the issue is that they're all protected by the same union. They're all protected by the same law. Well, see, and I just wanted to make it clear that my, my thing was not the, the ramifications that each one may face or may not face. My thing was just about perception itself. Yeah, but you're right. From my outside percep- perception, I can I can totally sympathize. No, I will say that... We'll just go on. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll just go yeah. on. Defunding the police is one thing we've talked about. Yeah, Absolutely. I would say what policy needs to be implemented and policy is not law, which is document. Right. Um, what kind of legislation do you think, what kind of law do you think needs to be passed? Does a law that 
removes prosecutorial immunity from the prosecutors themselves um, need to be taken away? Does the immunity by the police officers and the unions need to be taken away um, to be tried justly? Um, what kind of things do you think law, legislation-wise, needs to be passed? Kansas City is the only mayoral city in which the mayor does not control the police. Which is a good thing, I think. Uh, I feel like... But he is on the, but he is on the board. I we used to be at the meetings. He is on the board. 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 He is one person on the board. Office of Police Commission. Yeah, Commissioners. Yep. Yeah. But, I mean, like, the issue is that for us to defund the police, it requires so much more than I think any other city. Right, for us to get uh, um, meaningful action on the police, the, the, for, on, on uh, uh, meaningful action for the police department requires so much more, right? Um, um, like, but in, in my opinion, I mean, two hundred seventy million dollars. I, I think, I think when we have a quarter billion dollars devoted to over a quarter billion dollars devoted to the KCPD. There's a lot of room to to roll back the presumed dependence on police and start more so investing in interests that are more pro-community, right? It's so easy for a police force to erode community trust because you've got people who are trained to be warriors, who are trained to see fellow citizens as threats, where they will spiral a routine traffic stop or a man sleeping in his car into a deadly incident, right? Because they are they are waiting and judging for that. They're not they're not there for the interests of the community. They're there for the interests of the department. Right. And so I think what will go a long way in reform and resolving police brutality is not having to call the goddamn police for everything, right? So this is where you have people who are like community guardians, right? And it sounds really like um, silly, right? But uh, these just people who are there to be pro-community, who are there to see people home safely, who are there to, you know what I mean? To, these people are very similar to like, let's say a, a a uh, city transportation. City transportation is there for the public. It's there nothing more but to help grease the the cogs in the machine yep. inside the city to keep everything moving just a little bit more smooth. Right. So that way, people, especially people who are low income, can rely on transportation that, that they, where they don't have to invest in thousands of dollars uh, at, at once or thousand or th- even more thousands of dollars over several years. Right. Uh, um, so, this is similar to that, where we pay taxes and we can know that there are going to be people in the community to help uh, uh, shepherd and, and protect some of the people who are kind of straggling your body, right? Guy falls asleep in his car, hey, I'll call an Uber for you, right? Uh, um, or, hey, I'll escort you home, no worries. That would help divide the purpose or the, the perceived purpose of police officers when we found when we found a separate department, when we uh, uh, same thing. You you've got uh, somebody who is who is um, spray painting Black Lives Matter on their own property, but you think it's someone else's property. Why would you call the police? Why would you bring armed officers to that event mm-hmm. 
it's a non-violent offense. Nobody's life is threatened when, when that happens. Right. Or my autistic son uh, uh, um, is having an issue, right? Like he's 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 threatening to hurt himself. Police officers are not compassionate. Uh, they're not informed to be very compassionate negotiators. Right? They're not educated to be very right. compassionate negotiators. I would not want an armed officer trained to be a warrior, trained to see people as prey or threats, and and to, and, and trained to have a, an inflated superior sense of self to enter my home and try to resolve the issue with my son. He's just—he's not. That's not. He's, he's not trained to do it. I would rather, much rather, call someone on, have someone on call, have my taxes be allocated to, for someone to be on call to actually, uh, um, uh, 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 to be to to serve that specific interest, right? And I think like traffic violations, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, those things, I don't think you would need to be armed. To tell someone, hey, you ran a stoplight back there. I don't think you would need to be armed to tell someone, uh, uh, hey, you're going five over the speed limit. Right? I, I, I don't think you would. So I think I don't think you need to be a warrior to do those things either. I don't think you need to be a warrior to do to to do any of the things I've listed already. Um, I just think you need to know the law and be compassionate. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and so yeah so. In my opinion, that two hundred seventy dollars, two hundred seventy million dollars in the KCPD's budget, huge part of that can go somewhere else. Well, and I think they also need to. There's a problem with the KCPD uh, turnover rate for minorities in the police department. I know that it's one year. Wow. So, I mean, there's a huge problem. Put money towards recruiting black and brown people into the force, who and, are reflective and, of their own community. Yes, and ensure that. They have a voice for them to go into their own communities and police it, but hopefully understand we don't want to be treated like this. And they change the perception within their community. Not saying it won't happen somewhere else, but within their community that this is better than it was. Yeah, but you would have to train those. I think, first of all, police police departments should just blanket ban any speaker, lecturer, instructor who is trying to sell them a very authoritarian or offense-laden curriculum, right? When you, if you're, if you're, if the, if the speaker is trying to infantilize the community or the public as if they can't protect themselves or if they don't know what's best for them, then you're already speaking as if they need to, as if those liberties, as if they themselves want those liberties to be surrendered, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, uh, Police officers, I very much so need to rethink why they are there, right? Um, to serve, protect, and serve the public, right? How is killing someone at a traffic stop serving and protecting the public? Well, see, and I also think that needs to there, that needs to be a, a federal legislation saying that one, all police departments in every single place in the United States needs to have body cameras yeah and audio and make them and make it where the police are not able to turn off the audio yeah without 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 doing it there's no reason why without some kind of criminal why would you turn off the audio 
in any situation. Why would you turn off anything in any situation? Exactly. Why would you do that? Which is the good thing about social media, because we know how bad it can be, you know. But it's a good thing is we would never have found that out if it wasn't for social media. Yeah. The, the death of George Floyd, right? Yeah. We wouldn't have found that out. It wouldn't have been as uh, visual. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, visceral, too. Yeah. Well, and I absolutely. think that that needs to happen. I also think that there needs to be a federal legislation saying that any cop who has two strikes can no longer be a cop anywhere in the United States. Yeah. One is enough. Two is too many. Three, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Or you do know what's going to happen. Or you do know what's going to happen. They've established a pattern. Exactly. Bingo. Yeah. So I think two is a good limit. You know, they put it when I put a three strikes law on their American citizens, put it on the people who think they're about it. Yeah. Actually, put it, yeah, you're right. Put it more restrictive. Yes. On people who because think people, people have to understand, and the cops need to understand themselves, they're not citizens anymore. They are people who are supposed to protect and ensure we have those rights as citizens while they lose, literally, while they lose their rights. They don't have a right to cuss us out. They're above that in that sense. Where they can't say fuck you. Just like anybody else in the job. Right. You see people who work customer service who don't they they get yelled at by Karen's all day. Exactly. Right? And and that's the thing. They have that position to 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 lose to it limits their their constitutional rights as a police officer when they're in that badge, wearing their badge. Right. Us, we have a twenty four seven. There are no limits on it. Yeah. Unless those cops forget, which happens all the time, which is why we're seeing this for forever. They just say, no, we have those rights too, but you can't tell us anything. You can't say fuck you to me, but I can say fuck you to you yeah. and get away with it. Yeah. That's some, a bad thing. Somehow if I say fuck you to a cop, then I'm going to jail. Yeah. I'm getting detained. For what reason? Yep. It's an absurd thing that cops, the very fact that cops can do that and the very fact that you have people who are pro First Amendment, which, uh, uh, who are defending cops doing that is, 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 is insane. The only the the only people who can justify them saying they're for, pro First Amendment, but they and they still permit or, or advocate cops detaining folks for exercising their First Amendment, is people who just want to say racist shit on the internet. Right. Uh, uh, just 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 period. These people have no coherent political position. They've got no cogent uh, uh, political argument. They've just got an argument that is built off of convenience. Right. And so, um, yeah, I, I would say, like, not only would I would want that to be federally mandated that police by, by, body cams need to be a thing, and then there needs to be uh, quite literally an IA investigation, like an internal affairs investigation, is so like and, and reprimand, like not even an investigation. But, but I, shit was off. But I would, sorry, that's just. I would say that those IA officials cannot be former officers. That's the problem. Yeah. There's there's they're ensuring that those cops can still get away with it. Because that's what happens. Yeah. You have an IA report, but what'd you do with it? What happened? Yeah. What was the outcome of that? They need to have an actual oversight committee in, in every local government to actually do that, but not have people, maybe police people as advisors, but not on the committee. Yeah. I, 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 I'll be honest. I would rather, I would want not only for body cams to be a thing, because part of the issue is that even should body cams be a thing, putting a police officer in court not only charging them, but convicting them or firing a police officer because they did the body cam thing and right. letting them get rehired in a different department. Those are all issues. The very fact that it's difficult to charge and keep those charges to stick 
and then convict those police officers makes it, I think, makes it a bigger issue where uh, police unions need to be need to be taken down because they're not like plumber unions. They're not like welder unions. No, they, they are unions. They are unions uh, established with under the idea that they need to protect people who are already protected in existing above the law. So I think that for me, uh, cops get so many kickbacks that that for me is is a huge target for me, is dismantling police unions. Um, um, they, in my opinion, they seem they 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 seem to be posing the greatest threat to the American freedom. Mostly because they're way out of control. Right. Um, you have people who are. You have police. You have police you have, uh, unions who are outright condemning and uh, uh, rejecting uh, simple bits of policy, like um, you have to do. You have to do paperwork whenever you withdraw. Whenever you draw your weapon. Right. Like you have to log why you drew your weapon, and somehow that's getting backlash. Like. It, like when th- for me, I think this is just a really suggestive of rampant power gone gone wrong, and I think more than body cams, but even though body cams, I think are, are a baseline, essential thing that we need. Um, I still think that we need um, we're gonna need police reform on police unions, if not just dissolving them, yeah. Uh, if if not just uh, reducing them. Because right now it's we can't make meaningful action as far as legislation goes because the, the unions will combat it. We can't. We, I mean, they're being afforded billions of dollars on one coast, billions of dollars on the other coast. You know what I mean? Um, we, we're making it where the battlefields to stack too stacked against us, mostly because of the financial the financial disparity between the people who want action and the people who can refuse that action. Well, and say I think some of this. Um, it empowers police when you have a mayor in any city or a governor in any city or any state I mean saying that I'm a law and order kind of guy yeah because you ensure that the police are going to do whatever they have to to justify yeah. their means yeah and I, including and, lawlessness yeah and that's the thing shouldn't that already be understood but you want to make a point so the more you make that point the more things can get worse and I think that's a, that's regressive to, to progress yeah it is it is order in my opinion is already pretty repressive this, I had this argument with one of my with, with a, a friend of mine I, I, I was trying to explain the difference between legalism and, mor- and morality right um, something could be legal slavery yet be abominable it'd be immoral so being law and order isn't necessarily or inherently a good or moral thing it simply is not right if you've got unjust laws you've got if you've got a repressive order then what you have is what you have is something that is absolutely insidious and poisonous to public freedom um, and so it would be an immoral thing to be so pro-law and order if your laws were that way, if yeah. your order was that way. I think there needs to be programs 
fuck their policy, implement laws where they have to abide by, and they have to understand that they lose their rights when they put on that badge. Yeah. And that's a bad thing. They don't know that, and they don't care about it. Yeah. Because it's not something... First time when I went into to work for... But it's not because they were police officers, because they are... They are having a job now. But that's what I'm saying. They had that job, but especially because they are police officers, they lose their rights to say, fuck you back to us, like you said, because they're in a job. Yeah. Now, but that job especially, and they have the right to use force. They have fewer rights than us as citizens, regular citizens, as civilians. We have more rights than they do. They just abuse theirs and say that they have more rights. Yeah, but I mean, but I, I don't know what, what rights would police officers be using or be losing. Right, like not saying well, not but, being but, but see, if, if they if they actually abided by the law, they would know that they lose their rights as they put on that badge. I know, but what rights would they lose? They would lose the ability to freedom of speech. They would also lose the the ability to protest themselves because you can't do that, especially in this city. You can't do that whatsoever. You can't you can't do certain things, but they can do that. But but yeah, so. Police officers protest all the time, right? Like they do kind of protests in order to celebrate police officers, but also to counter the BLM movement. You know what I mean? You've got uh, um, you got the freedom of speech issue is just because they are hired by a private entity, right? And so they well, they're not a they're, they're public entity. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I, yeah. They're they're but public. They're, they're, they're hired on the job because like the mailman himself can't go like, you want your mail? Fuck you. Yeah. Right? He, 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 the mailman can't just say that. They're they're bound by the restrictions of their own position. But at the same time, they're already protected. Yeah. But they but they use that authority, like we've been talking about this whole time, to make it seem like they don't have to do that. They don't have to abide by those kind of things. But yet, when we do it as civilians, when we have the constitutional right protected by us, as a regular citizen, civilian, it's wrong. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I'm just saying. They, yeah. They say, know our place. You have to know your place. Yeah. That's the bad thing. Police officers being armed isn't the issue. Qualified immunity. Is. Yes. Uh, uh, because if I go out and I shoot somebody, like I just went to the shooting range, right? And when I'm rocking concealing carry and I whip it out, someone beyond 21 feet, I'm going to have a really hard case on shooting them because in court, it's going to be really hard to prove that these people were a threat. So imagine someone's running away from somebody. You shoot them in their back. How are they a threat? Right? So I, I feel like there's just... there is So if at the very least, at the very least, the very least that police officers had the same rights as I do, that would be a huge amount of progress. Because at the very least, they should be able to say, say in court, if... If this cop felt threatened with this guy's back being turned and he was unarmed and I still and he still committed homicide, then I should then why am I as a citizen can't do that? Yeah. Right? Like and I'm not saying I want that power. I don't want anyone to have that power. This is insane. Right? Uh, uh if you shoot somebody beyond 21 feet, how were you how are they a threat when they were running away? Or how are they a threat even if they're running towards you? Right. Right? Uh, uh, um, especially if they're unarmed, right? Uh, um, you holding a gun is not someone else's problem. No. Right. So, yeah. So I, I think if cops just had this, 
literally just had the 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 rights that I had, they would feel like they lost rights because they don't have because they don't exist above the law anymore. Where they can kill somebody and finagle the finagle and finesse the same the really narrow writing of of the laws in order to say, well, technically there's not a legal precedent on this specific matter. So I guess I didn't. So I guess my homicide doesn't count in the eyes of the law. Yeah. Aha, see yeah. ya. Uh, well, good luck. Uh, good luck proving that if you're as a civilian, right? Because assault is assault, no matter what the weapon is. As a civilian, mm-hmm. homicide is homicide. Murder is murder, no matter what the weapon is. As a civilian, but it's not the same for a cop. And that, in my opinion, is uh, is a, a, a keystone as far as dismantling this this rampant organ this organization that's really just founded on rampant abuse of power. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Um. Before we go, what do you think the outcome is going to be for these, um, this trial? For George Floyd's trial? For George trial? Floyd and no, involving the officers. I don't know. I don't know. I, to be honest, I, I don't want to pretend I even know. Um, because, I mean, you had Botham Jean being killed in his apartment and uh, Amber Geiger getting. 10 years was it 10 years I think so uh, it just seems like a seems like a, a sinfully low sentencing for just cold-blooded murder um, do you so do you think any of the officers will get convicted um I don't know I don't know. I, I will say if they do get convicted, I doubt it'd be long. I, I doubt. I doubt. It, I doubt it would be comparatively long. And if they do get convicted, I doubt all four of them. If all four of them get convicted, I expect highly light sentences, some just really light sentences, and especially uh, uh, light prisons, like they're, they, where they're going to be incarcerated. Minimum. Yeah, it's going to be very, very lax and lenient. Well, I mean. If none of them get convicted, it's gonna, they, they, this is going to be amped up times 10. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but but the problem is that, here's, here's my issue with this, is that I don't want to focus on just George Floyd's trial. No, 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 no. Or the, no, no. Future, the, the trial of George, George Floyd's uh, murderers, because you've got Breonna Taylor's murderers. You've got Tamir Rice's murderers. You've got John Crawford's murderers. You've got Eric Gardner's murderers. You've got Michael Brown's murderers. You've right. got Philando Castillo's murderers. You've got all these officers who evaded justice or at the very least got really weak-wristed compromised justice. But see, and that's what I'm saying is it needs to set precedent. Yeah. It, but it to... won't until qualified immunity goes. Oh, up I, I, I agree. Like, like because you can, we can convict these people just to, and that'll appease us right now. But they've they've been several people already killed by police officers. Right. Right. Uh, uh, until then, there've been several people already assaulted and battered by police officers. Uh, until then, and these people aren't finding justice for those for those issues, and that's what the problem is. Like, uh, like. It would be an it would be an, uh, an it would be a severe injustice to see George Floyd's murderers walk. Yeah. But watching them get justice is not satisfying to me. 
there's too much injustice to tip the scales, right? Like, uh, 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 giving, uh, 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 administering justice to a few officers when you've had rampant abuses and since then and rampant abuses before then that have gone completely unchecked, that have culminated into this this culture that has inculcated this sense of being above the law that's the reason that's where that's come from because they don't get justice so giving a, a couple uh, some justice to a couple of officers cool I mean, to a few officers cool but where's everybody else's justice you've got so much more to go i'm not saying i don't appreciate that but i appreciate all justice and, and what, I, what what makes me angriest is when i see injustice running rapid because that injustice is a threat to everyone else's justice so um no matter what happens at George Floyd's, I don't know what is going to happen at that trial. But whatever happens at George Floyd's murderers, I don't think it should abate. Uh, I don't think it should militate. I don't think it should. I don't think it should ameliorate. I don't think it should do anything to, for anyone suffering or sense sense of injustice because it has not been affected in legislation, in law, and in policy. It, until that happens, until it becomes a reality, as far as what all officers officers must abide by. Then it's bullshit. Then it and then it's simply just giving us a tip of the iceberg, and it's still not enough. It's still not enough. And I cannot. I don't think. I can't personally. I personally cannot settle for not enough anymore. I simply can't. I simply can't. Like people are dying entirely too often. People are getting. I'm getting harassed entirely too often. I'm getting assaulted entirely too often. Right. Uh, um. So many people are getting harassed and assaulted entirely too often by a group of people that we chose to let to go above the law. So, uh, yeah. uh, So, in short, uh, fuck that. Um, um, Justice needs to be universal. Uh, Not just for a few officers, but for all of them. And I think that the officer, I think his name was Chauvin. Yes, I think so. He will get convicted. I think so. And hopefully sentenced to at least 15 years. Um, the other officers, I doubt they'll have anything happen to him, even though they are accessories to a murder. Um, but I don't think anything's going to happen to him. But if by chance nothing happens to any of these guys involved, I yeah. feel bad for the people who are on the other side. Just, I'd be impressed. Oh. I would be impressed. I do think something, I, think, I do think there will be. I do think there will be re- legal recourse, but I, I, I just think that, um, first of all, that those cops should go down as accessories. Because if you and I hop in a car and I go out and I kill somebody with you in a car, sorry, bro, you were an accessory. Uh, just be by being there, let alone pushing back a crowd and let it, just so your partner can continue yeah. choking someone for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Yep. Um, so they should go down as accessories. Um, again, it's all about cops should be having the same rights as civilians, as citizens, as American citizens, not above American citizens. There should be no one above American citizens. No, this is they moved it up to second degree murder, correct? Yes. Okay, I won't be shocked if they move it to first. I Cons- will be very shocked if they move it. To first. If they move it to first, they should have moved it to first in the first place. At the same time, knowing the history that those two guys had working at a club, this could have been a vendetta of some sort because he used such force like he did to cause his death 
there's something else that we're missing here that nobody's saying. Yeah, but you've got to find the evidence for it first. Oh, 100 percent. Which is why if they build a case against him and they don't charge him properly, they can always come back. Which that could be the good thing. More things come out in trial for the second degree murder, so that means second degree and all under, you can't. It's double jeopardy. But if you charge him for first, they can get him for that, even if he's not convicted. Yeah. yeah. So. It could play out three different ways, you know what I'm saying? So it, it should be interesting. But um, yeah, wait, any last words? So um, you can't not be on the side of personal liberty if you're on the side of authoritarianism. And I think even good cops would be campaigning to defund the police. I think even the best cops would be def- would be campaigning to defund the police because m- cops will tell you maybe they shouldn't be called to go find your lost dog. Right. right? So I think defunding the police is the the only position to settle for. If I have anything to say, last few words, it would be black lives do matter. Color is important. When people say they see no color, you're doing it injustice to the people who actually are of color because color is a beautiful thing. You should appreciate who they are and understand that that means something to them too. And hopefully, God willing, time will tell that these injustices will be rectified and that individuals be treated as individuals, not less than. Thank you guys for joining our show. This is Big John with Rashid Bay. Uh, this is Cross the Divide, brought to you by Finflam.com. Thanks, guys. See you next time.